the camera, he told himself. Just watch. Soak it all up. One of the zombies stepped in front of the oven, stopped, and slowly swiveled its head in Richardson's direction. For a moment, the zombie was framed by a faint golden nimbus of morning light. But then Richardson's eyes adjusted to the glare, and he saw the zombie clearly. The man had obviously fed recently. His shoulder-length hair was matted with deep arterial blood that had partially dried and looked like tar. Flies swarmed about his mouth and eyes, resting on his shaggy beard and on the soiled clothes that hung like strips of rags from his body. The smell of rotten meat brought bile to Richardson's throat. He studied the man's eyes. They were a milky white and threaded with cloudy pink lines. The eyes told him everything he needed to know. This was a stage one zombie, probably only infected within the last eight months or so with the necrosis phylovirus, which caused the disease that had turned him into a zombie. He was slow and stupid, his brain charred to cinders by fever, and his body crippled by malnutrition. If he survived long enough for the disease to enter its second stage, and that was highly unlikely from all that Richardson had seen, he would evolve into something far more dangerous, faster, even capable of rudimentary teamwork with other zombies. But for now, the man posed little threat. As long as Richardson stayed quiet. Just wait it out, he thought. Be a roving camera. He'll go away. A sudden noise out on the street caught Richardson's attention. The sound of somebody running, breathing hard. A woman's voice, the words indistinct. Slowly, the zombie turned toward the noise. The other two did the same. A moment later, the moaning started. A chill crawled across Richardson's skin. Even after all these years and all the time he spent telling himself he was just an observer here, none of this affected him. The feeding call still made his bowels clench in fear. He saw a flash of movement off to his left. The zombies were already moving to the exit, going after whatever it was, and so Richardson inched forward to the edge of the oven and craned his neck as much as he dared around the corner. The restaurant windows had been busted out long ago, so that only shards of glass and dangling lengths of weather stripping hung in the frames. Through the window, Richardson had a view of the street outside, weeds growing up through the cracks, and beyond that, the ruins of North St. Louis. He wasn't exactly sure of the name of the street, and he supposed it didn't matter. All the streets of the world seemed to look the same now anyway thick with wrecked cars and blown trash, bleak canyons between buildings that had long since been reduced to windowless hulks, their insides gutted by scavengers and rotting from the weather. The zombies that had been inside the restaurant with him were moving off to his left, threading their way through a maze of cannibalized cars. Richardson could see a few more zombies emerging from an alley on the far side of the street. Hey! Over here! It was a woman's voice, coming from his side of the street. The three zombies stopped and slowly swiveled around to face the restaurant. Oh no, Richardson muttered. 
What are you doing, you crazy fool? Hey! The woman yelled again. He inched back into the oven. You're a roving camera, he told himself. Don't get involved. Choose the smart option, the one that lets you live. But it had been days since he'd seen another person. And it got lonely out here in the wastelands. God awful lonely. Well aware he was acting foolishly, he decided to chance it. He poured himself out of the oven and, keeping low, moved to his backpack resting against the wall by the building's side door. Richardson kept binoculars in there, but he didn't need them. The woman had stopped where he could see her easily enough. She was about his age, late forties, early fifties maybe, slender, with frizzy gray hair pulled back in a loose ponytail that bounced between her shoulders.